Welcome to Trans Tasman Gibberish, where two Aussie mates, one on the Gold Coast and one in the land of the Long White Cloud, talk current affairs or what is considered current affairs in their relative countries. Adam, welcome. How actually, are you? I'm good. Do you know what we, I actually call the land of the Long White Cloud? I call it the land of the Long Black Cloud because it fucking rains here every day. It's is it wet. still raining? A halt. Still raining, mate. I went out this morning. It was wet because of all the dew. And then I come out of the gym, it's dry, and then it starts raining again. And my backyard yeah, a- is just sopping. I can't even mow the lawn. And the dog well, that's shit not a bad just thing. goes disgusting. Yeah, well, you got two dogs, don't you? Yeah, I got two, two Queensland dogs, actually. Wow. Two Queensland yeah. dogs. Really? We won't talk Queensland or New South Wales or anything like that, okay? No, I've got a Queensland dog too. It's living oh. outside for the next two weeks. <laughs> I hope you've stuck some goalposts up its ass or something. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about what is the current events in both of our countries. In Australia, it's pretty easy. We've had Origin last night, which was a nightmare. But we've also got something else which transpired during Origin, which is caused a bit of a fracas over here, which Adam oh. knows nothing about oh. and will be interesting for us to talk about. I'm intrigued. Yeah. We might start with the big hard-hitting stories over there in, in NZ. Mate, apparently there's been a bit of side dick going on down in Warriorland down there in Napier and they won't be allowed back. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. Well, it was look, it was a good game of footy, right? The Brisbane Broncos came out hard and the Warriors came back. But what was actually coming was 12... Swinging dicks. Apparently, there were like yeah. 12 people running across the pitch invaders, and that's really weird. I don't get it. I remember back in the day, watch in the 80s at the Australian cricket, and there'd be always a nice woman running along with a with a bags bouncing up and yeah. down. But a bunch of blokes, and I don't know, 12 of them. What are they? Is it because of the cyclone? Not Got only that. Stir crazy? Not only that. None of them even got their dick out. Yeah, like, I know. I th- it's disappointing. If you're going to see a streaker, you want to see someone go the whole hog. Well, Not just be a pain in the ass. Especially a strike rate of zero of 12. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, though. the Do they get fined heavily over there? It's five, I looked this up, actually. It's five grand. Yeah, so it's the same five here. Grand. It's five plus GST, so 5,500. That was <laughs> plus quick. G- plus GST. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quick calculation there. I tell you, it's not a bad little earner, though. For whoever gets it, the sixty grand, which will never be paid. Like, it, I'd imagine that it rarely gets paid here in Australia. So I'm tipping that it never gets paid in New Zealand. Well, I reckon if you're a bunch of mates, you're all going, all right, we're all chipping in a hundred bucks each. Off you go. Yeah. But I'd be asking for your kit off. You can't do it with clothes on. It's but, not good enough. But, but mate, like, that's a lot of mates. That's sixty grand. <laughs> that's a lot of mate. I don't have enough mates to cover me running on the field. Yeah, no, that's true that. I didn't think of the maths there. I wasn't strong at maths. Maths. Well, it's, isn't finance. that what you do for a living? No, I have a calculator. Or a system to show me what the adding ups is and the dividings. <laughs> right. But anyway, going back to, you can't, I mean, they all ran on. A lot of them, it looked like ran on when the Warriors were coming back. So I reckon that really hindered the Warriors a lot because they, they gave the Broncos time to take a breath. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing. Like, I, I think most streakers actually do the opposite of what they think they're doing. Yeah. 
Sure, they want to yeah, disrupt. I, I They're disruptors, so. mate. They're Napier yeah. disruptors. Yeah, yeah. Where are some famous streakers? How about the one that Andrew Simons absolutely poleaxed in that? Was yes. it a one-day game or was yeah, it a it test was. match? What about Terry Alderman broke his shoulder tackling oh. a streaker? Well, that, that cost the series in the end. It did. He was one but of it did, what it did do is it made him remodel himself to become the swing oh. bowl that absolutely destroyed the Poms in 89. Oh. In 89, what a that was awesome. 89, wasn't it? Yeah, that was without Warney, too. Warney was 93. That was pre Warney, uh, 89. Yeah, was. it was pre Warney. Yeah, yeah, David. Oh, that, oh, we could reminisce all day about that team. Yeah, AB's my hero, absolutely. From Mossman, not Queensland. <laughs> no, Warney's, he's, I think Warney's 89 as well. Nah, nah, nah. I toured as a leg spinner before Warney got there, and I toured in 91. Really? Yeah, okay. Yep, undefeated Antipodeans. Wow. Well, well you're right up there time. with the great 89 Ashes tour, aren't you? Oh, mate. It was just a follow-on. We just we were just in their wake. And mate, had... Steve Waugh was incredible in that series. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I think it scored 176 in one of the test matches or something. Oh, and time. you know what? It, you're right. It wasn't. Do you know who the leg spinner was in 89? Oh, I know. It was the guy who had a really low... He had a really low release. Oh, oh, what's his name? No, I don't. I can't get. Oh. Trevor Hones. Trevor Hones. Yeah, <laughs> you said it on you. Trevor Hones. Did he bowl? Yeah, Hones. <laughs> Trevor Hones. Trevor Hones. Well, that's a great. Anyway, we've gotten well off. The, we got well off the track. Gotten well off the well track. Off track. So it's funny. I was and looking at that news article. I'm just. Gonna, well, I'm going to back. I'm going to tag onto this one. Right. There's another. Yeah. There's another article here, and it's from quite a few years ago. It's from 2017, and made oh. me just laugh because the star of the Auckland musical that was Jesus Christ Superstar in yeah. the 2014 production, hmm. his name, Christian Lavacombe. La- Mate, he, 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 listen to this. Listen to this. This Christian is where the world's Lavacombe. got to. Christian Yeah. He's a huge star. He's a huge star. Okay, yep. So yep. the opening performance of Jesus Christ Superstar, where he played Jesus. Okay. Yeah, in the biopic. This is the absolute biopic of his life. He told Vice that he did the opening performance accidentally dosed up on cannabis. Accidentally dosed up? A situation which he described as his worst nightmare. (laughs) He was given a box of biscuits by someone, which he ate, (laughs) and they were the fun bickies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's and apparently good. It, it took half an hour for the effects to kick in, but when oh, they did, he yeah, was stunned. Stun- and he said he just kept getting more and more stoned. Now, <laughs> can you imagine so Can you imagine there's an interview with Ozzy Osbourne? And he goes, yeah. oh, I played Donington in front of 170,000 people. <laughs> and someone gave me, Cannabis cookies. And it was my worst nightmare. It was my worst nightmare. What do you think he was on when he bit the chicken's head? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it wasn't cannabis. Was it a chicken or was it a bat? I thought it was a bat. Whatever it was, it was some fucking bird. (laughs) He bit some flying animal's head off. Who knows? Ozzy Ozzy Osbourne would have been on everything. Have you read his his book? Have you read his autobiography? No, he did. Did he write it? Is it handwritten? Yeah. Well, it's probably in blood. Yeah, <laughs> mate. It's mate. He got up to some mischief, eh? Seriously. 
Oh, he's a bad Unbelievable. dude. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But what a life. Mate, he lived and he lived and breathed it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He, he, had, he owned a house it. in the country. He owned a house in the country. But I must admit, that guy, if you don't know what you're ingesting, it's a bit of a fucking fright. Not that I'm talking from experience. Never, never oh, no, you always like know what you're ingesting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yes. I get prepared. He yeah. wouldn't, if it only took half an hour, he obviously didn't eat about eight hours beforehand because that's hit him pretty damn quick. Well, mate, the thing is that everyone taking drugs knows exactly what they're ingesting, especially those ones in the nightclubs. They're like, oh, yeah, what's that? Yeah, $7 for that. Okay, well, yeah, okay, battery acid, sweet, get it into me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Matthew White. <laughs> Let's anyway, we digressed a little from there, and we're going to go from one, one pill popper to another. Now, during last night's State of Origin, oh, in yeah. the lead-up, there was a massive event which transpired, a huge what? event for Australian really? television. Yeah, a huge okay. event. Special event advertising mm. here. Okay. They announced the upcoming telly movie, Warnie. <laughs> a telly movie about Shane Warne, I'm assuming. Shane Warne. Yes, Shane Warne. Wow. Now. A telly movie. They Who's were playing Shane Warne? Guy Alex Williams, he actually played Julian Assange in the Julian Assange oh. story. He actually surprisingly looks a bit like him. the f- The footage is not. It, it's not. It looked okay. It looked okay. Right? Okay. All right. Now I don't know. Did you watch the very vanilla documentary that was made of Shane Warne? No, no, I didn't see. So that. there was a very f- a vanilla documentary made about Warney a couple before he died. Okay. And it left an essential because he was one of the producers. Right, oh, so Shane okay. Moore was well, one of the producers. So it left out like the Michael Jordan one. Yeah, it left out all the good <laughs> shit. It left out all the good shit. Yeah, I if I'm if I'm watching a TV show on Shane Warne, all I want to hear about is the sex. I just want to hear about the threesomes. I want to hear about. I just want to hear about Liz Hurley. That's all I want to hear about. I don't give a fuck about the ball of the century. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I don't care whether Absolutely. he took money. I don't care. I just want to hear about the poontang. Absolutely. Absolutely, because that's what he was doing when he had his heart attack. He was rooting yeah, absolutely. Well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you, no one goes to Thailand and has a heart attack from natural causes, right? Yeah, from watching the cricket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but I agree, mate, that people want that shit. People want to see the greasy side of life. Well, people they want the truth. People yeah, want they the do. truth. They do. And I, and yeah. what I feel is that so there's been a there's been blow up. So the his daughter Brooke has essentially come out and said, well, it's too early. Beyond disrespectful to the Warren family, it's too early. He hasn't been dead all that long, in all honesty. He's no, it is it it does seem like they are possibly diving in a little early. Um, you know what? I probably won't even watch it. I I don't. To be honest, I don't care. I'm looking forward to the New Zealand kind of similar one called Richie, after Richie McCaw. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's going to be my one the one that's going to be good for. in New Zealand is going to be the Chris Cairns one. Oh, the Chris Cairns story. Yeah. He lives in Australia now, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah didn't well, he have a heart attack in he... Australia? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He owns a casino? I don't know. All these bookies uh, are in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. right. Oh, poor Christopher. Yeah. Poor... Yeah. So, warning. I don't, honestly, I don't so know that, if so I'd be bothered watching it. Honestly. It's a two-part movie, so right. there's plenty of story to tell. See, that is already shocking me. Do you remember the great miniseries 
in the 80s, like Bodyline and Dirtwater yeah, Dynasty and the absolutely. challenge about Australia 2 and the Bangkok Hilton and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. They awesome. need to bring, I reckon they need to bring them back. They need to bring yeah. back the Kennedy Miller miniseries where it's like a week long, seven episode, hour yep. an episode, and fill your boots. That way we get to know what really went on. I think for a four, it's probably a three hour, two, one and a half hours yeah. is not ideal. Yeah, no, I agree. It, what's it's a, he jam packed a lot into his short life, didn't he? It's, he did, um, but nice. there's been comments like, "Are Channel Nine taking the piss with the Warney miniseries?" That promo uh, was shit house, embarrassing, <laughs> and disgraceful. Let him rest in peace. I agree. He's a bloody legend cricketer. Leave him alone. He's got a statue outside the MCG. What else do you want? A bloody I what, tell you what the miniseries I'd like to see is Bond and Scase. What the hell those guys were doing in the eighties. Although right. my dad could probably tell a few stories, <laughs> being a banker in the eighties, that'd be—I reckon—that'd be quite interesting. Did they do a Packer one, a, a Kerry Packer miniseries? I reckon they'd be really interesting. All this, all the uh, there, there is, the, there's the, there is the, there's the Packer. There's the How's That, which is about the birth of the World Series cricket with Packer. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, which is pretty good. I quite enjoyed bad. that. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw that. That was good fun. Strop. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. Strop. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think they really would. Kerry Packerman would be amazing because he's obviously an interesting fella. Yeah, absolutely. Everything yeah. he got up to. I don't know. I don't know if you can be that rich without having a few skeletons in the closet. Oh, he'd so more, he'd I reckon he'd have more than a few skeletons. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll be under some of his buildings probably in concrete. Yeah. <laughs> the Packer Mafia. Yeah. Yeah, but, you're probably um, right. No, I think that's so interesting. I reckon they'd be really yeah. interesting. But yeah, Warney, I love watching his cricket highlights because I love my cricket. Um, yeah, yeah. I reckon they should they should definitely show it in New Zealand. I think the New Zealanders, although they hated him, they loved him. So I think the Kiwis would quite like it. But uh, yeah, I think he was pretty universally loved, wasn't he, Warney? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think he was probably hated more in Australia than he was globally. You reckon? And he was pretty loved here. Yeah. Yeah, I just think everyone loved how he was fallible and made mistakes, but could still perform, put that to one side, because that's a rare talent that can do that. Yeah, yeah. If I go to work, I'll probably have my personal life come into it. I'll be angry if I'm angry at home. I can't just put it aside. Whereas oh, he could do it every time. It's pretty good talent to have. It, was, it must be very anyway. difficult, because he was probably the biggest personality in Australian sport for a decade. Oh, forever. He was the Michael Jordan of Australian sport. Yeah, he sport. was the Michael Jordan. Yeah. One step too far with the 23 earring, though. Oh, look, he had a bit... Of, look, apparently, right, apparently he was a really, the nicest bloke in the change room. Apparently when new debutants came into that test match change room, he was the one that would look after him, like seriously look after him, and the others were a bit standoffish. And yeah. I got that from someone who's played. Yeah, he was apparently the loveliest guy, and he just did his own thing. That's what people loved about him, and he did it his own way and made his own mistakes, and... Never really, he hated the ACB or whatever it is, Cricket Australia. He hated them. Yeah. I don't think he even liked the coach. What was it, the coach name? John, fucking, no, what's his name? Who was there when Steve Waugh was captain? Oh, Buchanan. Buchanan. I don't think Buchanan. they got on. I don't but think yeah, Shane no, Waugh got on. He was an anti establishment, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people loved about him, especially the working class where he came from. Yeah, definitely. He yeah, was, yeah. he could have played. He could have played AFL. For St. He tried with St Kilda, I think. Yeah, I think he was in the Reggies or he's in lower, yeah. lower grade. He had some potential. Yeah. Didn't really have the yeah. body for AFL, though, to be honest. Well, not in the end. 
Well, not at the start. <laughs> yeah, not but they the would have whipped him into shape, I reckon. I reckon they would have whipped him into shape pretty quick mm. if he had the skills. But anyway, good old mm. Warney, eh? So mini series that I'll probably not see. Great. Yeah, mate, coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. Are you going to watch it? Are you actually going to watch it? Uh, look, I, I don't know. Probably not, to be honest. <laughs> I probably no, that's not true. I probably will end up watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can tell me what it's like. <laughs> yeah, I will. We'll do a review on here. Very quick right. one. A yay that's or nay? Right. At the moment, it sounds like good. it's a bit of a nay. Yeah. No. Okay, mate. Now look, the crazies have come out. Woman told dying husband needs to accept Jesus during blood test. Explain that, mate. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I found this on goodoldstuff.co.nz and apparently this guy was di- is dying and got a blood test and the woman, the blood tester, taking the blood out, basically said to him, oh, look, you, you better have a word with God and Jesus about nearly dying because otherwise you're not going to be saved in the afterlife. And I just, seriously, shut your fucking mouth, love. Don't tell me what to do. I'll do what the fuck I want. Like, seriously, if that was someone taking blood from me, I would have seriously gone, you can stick fucking Jeebus up your ass. Seriously, I know she probably had great intentions, but fuck off. I mean, that, this sort of shit just rolls me up. Just look after your own game. So just another great example, look after your own game. Pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> oh, I agree no. with you. I was going to come out with the gloves, mate. What's going on? No. <laughs> It's, well, it's, you're not, it's, are you religious? Are you religious not at, all. at all? Not in any way, no. shape, or form. No. Uh, never have been. And from a very we do, young we, age. Uh, we just lost our one Christian listener there. So, yeah. come on, mate. Tash. Sorry, Tash. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look. Oh, and it was funny. From a very young age, I knew that religion wasn't for me. And, you know, when you used to have scripture at school. Yep. We used to have it on a Wednesday, and it was like you'd have your Catholics to go off to their secluded area of the school, and then you'd have your, the Church of England people, which were essentially just the atheists, and that they'd sit in the middle and draw pictures. Yeah. Well, I was Church and, of England, right? I was yeah, Church you would have been Church of England, definitely. You're either Catholic or Church a, of England. Yeah. And then I went back to in the day, school. Yeah, back in the day, there were only two options. There's not, there weren't seventy five thousand options like there is today. Yeah, I'm I Church mean, of England identifying as an orange, with <laughs> with a cat's tail, with a um, side of with a side of feline. Oh fucking hell! Stop it. Yeah. Look, I could go on a religious rant now. Like I was quite religious up until I was about twelve or thirteen. I used to go to Sunday school and church with my mum, and then one day oh, I just you were realized. Deep. Yeah, no, I went deep until I was at high school and then I realised it was a fucking load of shit and then said to mum, it's a load of shit. And she goes, yeah, it is, isn't it? I went, yep. And then we just stopped. But my brother and my dad never went when they were older. But yeah, no, I could go on a rant. Again, I love my soapboxes. Religion's another one of mine. And if anyone wants to hear what I really think, listen to Ricky Gervais about what he thinks of it. <laughs> Probably sums <laughs> me up quite well. Yeah, I, I see Ricky and I, and I raise it. Yeah, oh, please do. <laughs> What would you do if, if you're getting blood taken out of you and you're dying and a blood taker, the woman goes, oh, look, you need to make your peace with Jesus before you die. What would you say to her? I made my peace already. Peace off. Wait, so you'd be, <laughs> I was going to say well, you'd be polite, but then you'd say peace off. No, like, peace off. Yeah, you're, my, well, you're way more polite than I am, seriously. Yeah, I, look, 
it yeah. I'd be stunned. I'd actually be stunned probably and just go, who are you? Fuck off. Yeah, I've been to enough funerals to see that people just get slid into a huge oven and burnt. There's not much else that happens. <laughs> I was talking to okay. Tash about this. The, uh, that's my wife, everyone, about this the other day. And I said, I don't give a crap about having a funeral. Who cares? Just as long as there's enough good 200 bucks for a couple of good bottles of Jack Daniels for everyone to get pissed, I don't care. Yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, exactly right. Throw exactly me on the right. fucking fire in the lounge room. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. yeah. It was funny. My dad had said that he'd just make a bonfire up on the hill. Um, nice. And just flick a match on it. And then when he did pass last year, I did float that and said, well, he just wanted to be let's save the money. Let's just get a bonfire. But no, it never happens that way. So, mate, I'm oh. sorry that when I attend your funeral, it will, I'm sure it'll be hugely elaborate. Oh, Jesus! That's assuming I die before you, of course. Well, it's not going to happen. You just have to look <laughs> at both of us to know that's not going to happen. <laughs> Who knows? I'll probably walk out so I get hit by a bus now. Thanks, face. No, please. <laughs> we're going to go one more New Zealand one because oh, yep. we're going to talk origin after this. Oh, fuck. Do we have to? What about oh, this? And we're going to stick on the medical thing here. Mother accused of medical abuse for seeking help overseas for sick daughter. So uh, let me just question this. So... Is she being abused because she went out of New Zealand <laughs> to get medical attention for her daughter? Because Look. it's assuming that <laughs> the best treatment for what a daughter was going through <laughs> is in New Zealand. Where do I start with the health fucking system in this place? For a start, the place that we're trying to, who actually cleared her of wrongdoing was Oranga Tamariki, right? Now, that's the Ministry for Children. I don't right. know if there's a Ministry for Children in Australia, is there? I don't think there uh, is. No, there's a, mini- there's a Ministry for Magic. It's in Hogwarts. But- <laughs> well, in New Zealand, there's a Ministry for Children, right? That's how important the children are to New Zealand. Of course. Okay, yeah. so that's the, the they're the future. Thing. They're the future. That's the first thing. Yeah, they are a future. Someone think of the fucking children. But that's the first thing I wanted to clear up because that's in that is in Māori in, in the article. The thing is, then you said the most correct thing ever. It's assuming New Zealand's got the best treatment from a very rare disorder. So there's 5 million New Zealanders. How many New Zealanders have this very rare disorder? Mm. What would you think? I don't know. Fuck all. Many. One, maybe. Yep. Now, I can tell you from actual experience that the health system here is a bunch of shit, right? Yep. My daughter got diagnosed with... My daughter, when she was like two, got diagnosed with epilepsy, right? Yep. She was on some drugs and blah, blah, blah. After about a year, we went to Australia and they go, no, she doesn't have it. And she never had it. So they actually misdiagnosed her here. So I've got a real emotional attachment to this article. I'm saying good on you, mother, for taking your daughter out of this country to get medical attention because it's shit. Yep. (laughs) It is shit. We've got nurses flooding to Australia every fucking day here, not to mention doctors, teachers probably cops as well it's just i i don't get me wrong i love living in new zealand but gee whiskers they've got some high they've got a lot of work to do they've got a lot of work to do in a lot of places did you just say gee whiskers gee i said gee whiskers yeah you're, have you, you not heard that are, are you like 85 you're gonna die before <laughs> me if you're using shit like that so All i'm right. just re- fucking hell I'm just um, reading this. I'm just re- she was really sick. This girl and actually spent about yes. a year in hospital and she couldn't yes. feed. She became malnourished. She lost heaps of weight, yep. 
and they couldn't give her any diagnosis. So she went to Australia, and she was diagnosed with MALS, which is medium acute ligament syndrome, where the tissue in the chest area presses on the artery, supplying blood to the organs in the upper abdomen. But then she underwent underwent surgery in Sydney in March 2022. She then saw a specialist in Germany who diagnosed her with hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and a range of other conditions associated with it. She underwent surgery in May 2022. So following, so well done New Zealand, because following the two operations, <laughs> there have been rapid improvements in Taylor's health. She is able to eat, drink normally, and return to a healthy weight. Now, yep. it's here. It actually says that Ashburton resident Zali Doyle was cleared by Aranga Tamariki in April of any wrongdoing for taking her 15-year-old daughter, Taylor, for surgeries in Australia and Germany. Mate, mate, I'm, this, is the, this is big government, right, trying to push their fucking agenda onto an individual who's got a right to do what the fuck they want. Don't set me off on this shit because I fucking hate big government. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is the Ministry of Children judging this woman for trying to help her child for? Fuck off. Seri- oh, mate, I, it just riles me up, man. I don't know why I even read the fucking news over here. Seriously. <laughs> it's all like this. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm loving this. I'm delving. I, I'm going again here. Fire alarm going off 20 times in six months turns home into living nightmare. <laughs> right? So Are you reading stuff.co.nz? Oh, yeah, yeah, mate. I'm down the wormhole now. Oh, fuck. So this couple, they were pregnant, eight months pregnant, moved into this new apartment in... in Somewhere, I don't know, New Zealand. I've <laughs> been there for six months. It's been a living nightmare. Since moving into their seventh floor apartment in mid-December, about 20 fire alarms had gone off, most of which were during the dead of the night. Okay, so remember it's 20 fire alarms in six months. In the first eight days of moving in, the fire alarm went off six times. Jeez. One day it went off at 11 p.m., and again at 5 a.m. Okay, so here we go. 20 times in six months, but it's six times in the first eight days. So it's 14 times in six months it's now gone off, okay? So now, if the fire alarm didn't go off and there was a fire, I reckon that's something to... That would be a living nightmare. (laughs) It would be a dead nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be bloody dead. But did it Wait, did it, it actually just, work though? Yeah, well, they evacuated. <laughs> Neighbors eventually, so they were all evacuating, right? Yep. And then eventually, neighbors told them not to bother because the alarm sounding happened so often, and were caused oh, by Jesus. members of the public using their car park to drink and smoke. Oh, empty so boxes what? of alcohol, cans, bottles, and cigarette butts oh. <laughs> could be strewn across the car park floors and stairwell in the evacuation path. So a cigarette smoke in a car park, Yeah, I assume underneath the building or outside the building? How many people are smoking? Are there a thousand oh. people down there smoking? <laughs> that is one sensitive fire alarm system. That's really sensitive if that's the case. I'm surprised the sprinklers didn't go off, or did they? I tell you what, it's again, it's not it's not cheap to have the in Australia. It's not cheap to have the the fireys attend if it's a if it's a fake call out. Like it's actually not. It can be quite expensive, mate. 
I'd be more concerned about the uh, body corporate the money fees. that's costing, not the. Uh, they moved in wondering why it was twenty grand for body corporate. Per yeah, round. yeah, that's right. Because of all the cool dollars, fire yeah. engines. Yeah, rents <laughs> rent seventy six bucks a week, but it's a twenty seven thousand dollar body corporate fee. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate, please don't go down any more rabbit hole. You'll just be on it all. No, day. we're done. We're you're done. Just, okay, so you'll last be night, shaking your head. <laughs> last night, the epitome of Australian sport apparently was played. Oh. In Adelaide, because Adelaide is a the lifeblood of rugby league. Oh, fucking hell! And we're both new, proud New South Welshmen. Yes. And I think we had the discussion yesterday that if we both weren't, you were quite up. Well, not yeah. Didn't think that you thought we were going to lose. And yep. I said, look, if it's a tight one, we won't win. We need to blow them away. And at ten nil after eleven minutes to the Maroons, it wasn't looking good. The sad thing is that from the eleventh minute to half time. New South Wales had all the ball and could not score. They scored one try. They had one held up, but they just looked so pedestrian. They looked so bad. It was under eights footy. Yeah, God, it was it was a grind to watch this game. And then anyway, New South Wales hits the front. There's 10 minutes to go. We're leading or 12 minutes to go. They've got one man in the bin. They've got 12 men. And we lose. We can't defend 12 men. They score two tries. It's just pathetic. I don't know who to... I'm so glad you've given me that synopsis. Because the timing of the game, I'm well and truly fast asleep by the time this game fucking starts over here in New Zealand for a start. So I didn't watch the game. I must admit, I did check just before I put my head down what the score was, and it was 10-0 to Queensland. I said, oh, fuck this shit. There's no way I'm even going to think about watching it now. Mate, I tip Queensland. I'm a pr- I'm proud New South Welshman, but I think they again they picked the wrong team. I've watched this fucking series since 1980, since I was six years old, and this always happens. So Queensland should have been raging hot favourites, I think, with both those teams, even with Latrell Mitchell in the team. I thought their forward pack was way better than ours. I think Payne has to be honest is overrated. Plays well for Brisbane, doesn't play well for anyone else. And it's a this is a dogged Queensland team that won the game, third game last year, which shouldn't they should never have won that game. So I'm very fucking happy I didn't watch it. And I, I'm not tired this morning because of it. But I'm seriously, if, if we're going to lose the series now because the next game's in Brisbane. There's no yeah. way we're going to win in Brisbane. There's no way. No, they might really win 3 0 this year. Yeah, that's they what I said last night. I said there's every chance. Is every chance. And that's not a great testament to... It just show, it goes to show Nathan Cleary, for me, is a, a front foot halfback. He can't play on the back foot or can't rally his troops. He There's was trying hard. Players. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, players. I don't know what it is. I actually think it was hard because I think Teddy's done. I think James Tedesco I heard that. might have... the best. He's, he's not had a good year for the Roosters. No. And he's, but the people are throwing stats this morning going, well, he still ran for 200 metres. I'm like, yeah, but he didn't. Do anything. You can run for 200 yeah. metres if you're running the ball back at fullback. If they're kicking and you're running 10 metres every time, they're going to kick yeah. fucking 10 times. You've run 100 metres. So, right. Please, stats can do anything. He just, it, the eye test is telling me that he's done. Like he got out jumped by Lindsay Collins for oh, a no, bomb. I, saw, I did see to that. Lose, to lose, to, to, for the final nail. Stephen Crichton. Shouldn't have been selected. Stephen Crichton oh. is a liability in defence. Stephen Crichton did oh. three of the dumbest things I've ever seen last night. And he's and just... he's fucking signed with the Bulldogs next year. 
Yeah, thank you. You can have him. Fuck. But why, for one reason, why Campbell Graham wasn't selected to start? And apparently he spat the dummy. He spat the dummy and went, well, fuck you. I've got an injury now anyway. And he's going to play for the Rabbitohs this weekend. So he should. Stick it up fucking Fittler's ass. Seriously, he should have been, of, he should have been one of the first picked. He or should have been the th- first picked. He should have been the oh, first picked. Nico Hines, who's been the best player in the NRL oh. for two years, plays 11 minutes in the centres because Tommy Turbo gets a head knock and goes off, effectively misses the tackle for the game-winning try. Misses Munster. And this is against 12 people. They've got know, an extra man, and they still can't defend them. But it wasn't really the defence that was the issue. It was the attack. The attack just looked mundane. It looked terrible. They got a long way to go. Who are the ed- Who are the edge forwards again? Was it Tyson Frizzell and Hudson Young? Well, Frizzell played edge. quite well. Hudson Young only He's played a good the player. first. I like Frizzell. Yeah, Hudson Young didn't play much. I think he played thirty minutes and then didn't go back on. Yeah, he gave away two penalties, dropped a ball. He was not great. He was not right. great. Who was great was Liam Martin. Liam Martin was New South Wales' oh, best by a he's long a way. Gun. Yeah. He's been the best player for the past series. And why he's he done, started on the bench, why he's on oh. the bench is beyond me. Hudson Young will be dropped, no. I think. And I think, obviously, Stephen Crichton will go because someone else, Latrell, will come back. Yeah. So they go apart from the head knock? How did well, they go? Well, Turbo's had a Category 1. Turbo was not great. Turbo's not fit. Shouldn't have been picked. He, he had limited. He, <sighs> he had limited chances. So yeah. the, the back's got no chance, really, to look any good. Yeah, look, they're going to need to make some pretty hefty changes for game two. Junior Polo, oh. he's just a labourer. We need some something yeah. that's dynamic coming off the bench. It was they missed Damian Cook? Uh, they needed so like Corrissau didn't play well. No, Appy was okay, well. but again, didn't get much opportunity. But they just needed some injection. Like you could tell when Harry Grant comes on, he had a spark. Yeah, right. And at one stage, Queensland had Harry Grant, Ben Hunt, Cherry Evans, and Munster on the field. Shit. And because Tom Gilbert got injured pretty early on, discarded his shoulder. So they were playing with 16 guys for 60 minutes. Plus they had a guy on the bin and still couldn't win. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. You don't know how glad I am I did not. I would have have broken the fucking TV if I'd watched that game. It was rough. But in the same token, I would probably sit there resigned to the fact I'd seen this 40 times already. (laughs) I just yeah. don't, I honestly don't think New South Wales. I think New South Wales got Origin for about four years when Phil Gould was coaching, and we had Fittler running the t- or was it Fittler or Laurie Dale? I can't remember. Otherwise, we don't get we. I reckon I was listening to a podcast the other day where they're saying that the, it was one of the footy talk ones. They're saying it, when you grow up as a Queenslander, you your ultimate is to play for Queensland. When you grow up for New South Wales. Your ultimate is to play for Australia and use New Zealand, New South Wales as a stepping stone. That's yeah. what I. That's and I went, shit. That makes sense because we still don't get it. The fans yeah. do. Yeah. The, you say the players are a bunch of prima donna fuckwits that need to pull their head out of their ass and start playing with some fucking passion. Pisses me off. Yeah. Well, it wasn't great last night. I don't know what they do for game two, but I think it's another season where living on the Gold Coast, I have to. Be oh, the brunt of poor bastard. shit Queenslanders celebrating again. But anyway, oh. how long you been the how long you been the Gold Coast now? Uh, it'll be eight years in. I think it's eight uh, years. I reckon ten, and you can go for Queensland, mate. 
Oh, that'll never happen. My daughter, who is, was nearly two when we moved up here, said to me the other day, oh, I think I'm going to go for Queensland this year. I've been, I'm more Queensland than New South Wales. I go, no, you're not. You're 100% New South Wales because your mother and I are New South Wales. So, and if you go for Queensland, you can move out. She's not. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's right. Well, my son said, like when we were living in the Gold Coast, he said, oh, I'll go whoever wins the next game because he's never lived in New South Wales ever. My yeah. son, he lived in Vic- he's lived in New Zealand, Victoria, Queensland, and in- so he goes whoever wins the next game, I'm going to go for. So New South Wales won the game, so he goes for New South Wales. Now I said, oh, that was a that was a not a good game. That was a bad toss of the coin. <laughs> that was a bad toss of the coin. And that's this is the kid who's because I've forced him to go for all my teams like the Swans and IFL, the Bulldogs in league, Liverpool in soccer. He said, Dad, oh, one day he said, Dad. Can I go for the All Blacks in rugby? And I said, well, mate, to be fair, you, you are a New Zealand. Well, he's in Australia now as well, but you are a New Zealander and you're born in New Zealand, and it's a fair team to go for, so that's fine. But as long as you go for the Bulldogs, Liverpool, all that, I'm fine with it. You go for gold. And yeah, then my go dad for whoever you want, as long as you go for these ones. Yeah, and then my dad one Christmas goes and buys him a Manchester United fucking outfit. Oh, that was not a good Christmas, I tell you. It's one of the greatest Christmases. At him. Oh, shut up. Great Christmas. Great Christmas. <laughs> uh, I don't want to stay there. Look, I won't even watch the second. I'm not even going to watch the second game, mate. I don't. I've got. Tell I've us got the reason. Like, tell us the real reason that you didn't watch the first game. Uh, tell us the real reason. You've given us re- a few re- reasons. Okay. Tell us the uh, real reason. The real reason I didn't watch the first game is because I had friends over for dinner till ten thirty. <laughs> but the second reason behind that is that. My illegal TV, they're changing the server at the moment, so I didn't have access to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't be fucked going to the pub because the pub would have closed they, at 11 anyway. Do, do they not show it live on TV in New Zealand? <laughs> no. Nah, it's on Sky Sport over here. Yeah, they don't show it That's live. stupid. They don't show anything live over here on normal TV. Oh, they might show a bit of netball. Oh, even the netball, I think, is on Sky Sport over here. Yeah, nah, nothing. You guys are good at that. <clears throat> not really. Mm. <laughs> Well, you know what we've done today? We have confirmed the title Trans-Tasman Gibberish because all we've done is gibber. Oh, fuck. I don't even know what we've talked about. I've forgotten. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> That's what we want. I hope it was entertaining. because we, just... we want people to go, we don't even know what they talked about and then be craving more. We're like MSG. <laughs> We're like MSG. Oh, they yes. don't really know what it is, oh. but well, just give me more, give me more. Oh, shit. That'd be awesome. If someone said we were like MSG, I'd be so yeah. happy. Yeah, monosodium glutamate. Mm. Is that mm. one of those drugs you don't know whether you you don't know whether you're ingesting it or not? <laughs> yeah, well, I said MSG, not LSD. Okay, oh, so right, chill, okay. Brother. chill, brother. Oh gosh, all right. No. Yeah, we're not at one of your twenty-four hour raves now. Twenty-four oh, hour party okay. people. Oh, I can't yeah. do twenty-four hours. Yeah, I'm going out. Friday you can't night. even stay up to eleven fun. o'clock to watch the fucking football. So how are you going to yeah, do a twenty-four hour rave? Well, with help. But I'm going out <laughs> clubbing tomorrow night at uh, Neck of the Woods on K Road with a oh. Swedish DJ playing. So that should be a bit nice. of fun. Yeah, can't wait. Bit of boogie, get my boogie on. Oh, cut nice. some shapes. There we go. I heard you like. I heard you like dancing to stuff like Nutbush City Limits and stuff instead. Oh, in a past life. <laughs> I want to see. You. I reckon we got to get an Instagram of you dancing to Nutbush City Limits. Oh mate, fuck! I could teach you how to do it. I don't want. While know. we're at it, we'll do the bus stop. <laughs> I'm not doing that either. I draw the line at the Macarena and the Gangnam style. 
Maybe, oh, well, they're terrible. They're, they're, well, they're all terrible. What am I t- Maybe you could teach me for clubbing tomorrow night. You could teach me how to do the Nutbush City Limits. And I can you should just that. get in the middle of there and do the Nutbush in honour of right. Tina. I'm going to YouTube it now yeah. after this yeah. and, and have a look. Just do it. Yeah. In honour of Tina. I'm going to do, yeah. and I'm going to have, I'm going to do a T-shirt up saying in honour of Tina. And just say simply the best. The just wear simply the best T-shirt. Oh, simply yeah. the best. Oh, you and then, you can, yeah, yeah, right. All right, well, I think on that note, we've, ex- we've ex- extinguished anyone's will to live. Oh, fuck, I reckon. Same with yeah. ours, I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's been fun. I can't wait to dive deep into the news cycle of New Zealand again. Oh, mate. Seriously. It's laughable. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, mate. It's been fun. People can subscribe. Send it to your friends. Make <laughs> trans tabman gibberish the enigma that it is. <laughs> Until next week, it's bye for now. Bye. See you, Whitey.